cool thing about blind knowledge is we are in multiple countries. We are worldwide all across the globe. We are in the U.S. We are in the U.K. We are in Canada, Germany, India, Japan. We're in Australia, y'all. BlindKnowledge.com. Now back to the feature presentation. The last two weeks, there's been a massive bump in my numbers, and I, I have had that before, but usually it was bots. <laughs> if if the, the activity was connected to Russia, I would now be incredibly suspicious. It was, it was Russia to Ukraine. I got like quadruple numbers for like a few months, and it was a bunch of bots, but whatever. I, was, I thought, oh, maybe Russia suddenly got really interested in Japan. Uh, the last two weeks basically doubled my numbers, and when I looked into it, it's all from Singapore. So all I want to say is, what up, Singapore? Uh, if you have any questions, send them to chunkwithbeefchest at gmail.com. You can send a message on Twitter at Ninja News Japan. Uh, you can go to speakpipe.com slash chunkmcbeefchest. Post a message there. I, I would like to learn about Singapore. Uh, what is it that made you want to listen to this podcast? I... <clears throat> cool what up sing <laughs> i don't i don't know i was gonna go on to google translate and find something to say but then i didn't so we have a couple of follow-ups of stories which i always enjoy i always enjoy the the being able to say more about a story that's come up before last week we talked about someone had made the little voodoo dolls uh, to curse people and stuck vladimir putin's face on them and nailed them to sacred trees in a couple of shrines around Japan. And everyone was like, oh, that's bad. And I was like, oh, you're missing an opportunity to start like a ghost story curse kind of thing. But I'm a, a little more mercenary than maybe the people who actually run the temples. They had, of course, taken off the cursed dolls. And inside was Putin's name age and date of birth and the phrase praying for his death so if you remember last week i also talked about hell girl and this is where i learned about this thing where you make the doll and you pin it to the tree and it curses the other person to go to hell so this guy just doesn't want putin to die he wants putin to go to hell which i thought was a lot but also very interesting because he's it does sort of imply that he thinks this is going to work which i also quite enjoy uh again i'm not religious so like the praying for something, and then again, in this case, praying against something, I assume. I don't believe either of those going to work. So of course, there's CCTV. This is uh, temples don't use like blessings and uh, protection spells to protect themselves. They use modern technology. Again, another sort of point against religion in general. Uh, instead of using a protection spell to protect the shrine, they use CCTV. So from the CCTV, they could actually figure out who this guy was. He came in the middle of the afternoon and he made a donation to the... So you throw a couple coins into a box and then you pray and you uh, clap your hand. You pray, you bow, you clap your hands uh, and you make your prayer. And his prayer was, I hope Putin dies. Then he disappeared behind a tree and they could see when he opened his bag. He had like a man bag. And when he opened his bag, uh, they could see some of the dolls in there. And then he came out from around the tree and the dolls were gone. And then, then they found the tree, the, the dolls on the tree. 
So good detective work. They could figure out what happened and who did it. Now, it turns out it was a 72-year-old man. He's been charged with vandalism and trespassing. Which So cursing someone with a doll is not against the law. So if he had just made the doll and maybe brought it to the temple, nothing would have happened. When he nailed it to the sacred tree, the nail into the tree is vandalism. So I actually saw that one coming. And it turns out that the the shrine had put the tree and they said that like that area was cordoned off. So that was trespassing. So that's how he gets both vandalism and trespassing charges in this one. Uh, when they arrested him, they said, you know, you're being arrested for cursing Vladimir Putin. He said, just for that? Which was I get the right attitude. I, that's the attitude I want in my criminals. And then they said, like, do you have a statement to make or anything like that? He says he would not speak to them without legal counsel. So there are a lot of things I like about this guy. Uh, one is that he's actually a smart criminal in that he will not just talk to the police and go, oh, I did it or whatever. You have to make them work for it. That's that's the important thing that a lot of criminals in Japan seem to forget is you got to make the police do their job. You got to make the police work for for their confessions. Uh, but he's also more likely to get off if he doesn't say anything. So if he gets a lawyer out and then uh, it might be hard to prove because the CCTV footage doesn't show him actually nailing it onto the tree. So he could say, well, I dropped it and then someone else picked it up and nailed it to the tree. So that's the vandalism charge dropped. And then... If he could convince him it wasn't necessarily him walking behind the tree or he walked somewhere else and it was just a forced perspective, maybe he could get that other one dropped too. Maybe I should go into law, uh, spooky law, where if you want to curse people, I'm not hell girl where I, I do the job for you and then bring you to hell. I'm lawyer boy and you try to curse someone and it doesn't work out because, of course, that's not real. But then when the police show up, I like do all the tricks to get you off so you don't actually have to go to jail for your thing that was never going to work in the first place. Back in February, there was a gentleman who was stealing desks from schools. So these are middle schools and high schools. And what it actually turns out, we had more details. So the more details are why I'm actually following up with this story. He had moved away from his family to work. So this is the first time he was living alone. He was very lonely. And how he got through that loneliness was by watching Love Live. And he became obsessed with Love Live. And he wanted to recreate a Love Live classroom in his room. So he ordered a desk online. But the desk wasn't worn in. So it wasn't authentic. And he's like, I need the authenticity of the love, of the real desk to create the true Love Live experience. So he decided the next best step would be to steal desks and paraphernalia from actual high schools. Which you go from very illegal to very illegal very quickly. I have a list of what he stole, just let me get that up. Oh, the other part where this was quite interesting, he used his bicycle. So he didn't like get a car and load up stuff in his car. He would he would ride his bicycle from his house to a high school, find an open door. So there's your first problem is there's open doors in the middle of the night in these schools. Go in, take a desk take the desk on his bicycle back home and he would do multiple trips in a night. He stole 15 desks. So those are not just from one school, but he sometimes made like multiple trips. He, he the, the sort of the peak was 10 trips in one night. So he stole, let's say just 10 desks to make it simple. 
10 rides to and from a school carrying desks every time, like two o'clock in the morning. And people noticed, but I guess it's such a weird thing. You don't think someone's stealing it. It's like one of those things where you see it and it's inconceivable that they've actually just stolen the desk. So you just assume it's legit. He stole 15 desks, a TV, textbooks, trophies, which is some poor kid who won the trophy for the school. Guys, he's lost that. I guess if you'd said the school, you don't, you're not keeping it, so it's not as bad. Uh, he pleaded guilty, and he threw himself at the mercy of the court. And the court, the judge is like, you're weird. And the judge never says that, but that's, the judge is like, look, you're weird. You need to get your shit together. He it was sentenced to two years in prison, but with a four-year suspended sentence. So what's going to happen is if he doesn't get in any trouble for four years... He will not have to go to jail. If he goes to another high school or something and tries to steal more desks or TVs or shoes or whatever, he's going to go to prison. Uh, So it turns out it wasn't, I guess, we knew it wasn't particularly nefarious from the beginning because he wasn't stealing. We have all the the, the last stories in Ninja News Japan are always like the gross stuff, the creepy old men doing creepy old man things. He didn't steal any of those things. He didn't steal like like gym clothes or shoes and stuff. He was stealing items. So it didn't feel as gross. Uh, I'm assuming they don't want those desks back, but I at the same time, I, maybe they do. I wouldn't want to be the kid who's forced to sit at the desk that was stolen by the creepy man who loves Love Live. Uh, but hopefully he does get his stuff together. If it really was just loneliness, this poor guy just needs friends. I'm waffling on how angry I should be at him for, for committing these crimes because poor dude, but at the same time, don't steal stuff to fill that hole. So after 30 years, internet explorers being shut down. This is universal. This is not just Japan, but Japanese companies are slow to change their stuff. Uh, We in my company just got new computers and they seem like blazingly fast compared to the old ones. The old ones I got, the computer I was using was actually basically thrown out by another section and then put on my desk so I could use it until it crapped out. It didn't actually crap out. You know, it held it together. Uh, We have these new little mini PCs, which are actually pretty sweet, uh, using Windows 10. And Windows 11 just came out. And I was like, okay, so how many years do we have to use this? I forget what we were on before. We were on Windows 7 or 6 before. I forget now. Anyways... Lots of, again, we fax, we've done stories on how fax machines are still used and, and like really ancient technology is still employed because, again, it, we run into the issue of Japan is primarily run by older people and the older people want to use technology they understand and the technology they understand is like 40 years old now. Because if you're a 70-year-old CEO of a company and you're refusing to retire, which is what happens across Japan, what technology did you know 40 years ago when you were in your 20s and 30s when you were actually working? Telephone and fax machine. This is causing problems by some small businesses and whatnot because they were refusing to update their software or their systems until the last minute because Internet Explorer is working fine. Everything we have is designed for Internet Explorer. A lot of internal systems, let's say, are using Internet Explorer to to pass around information and whatnot or access their, their databases and stuff, so they don't want to change it. But now it's going away. It's not like not updating. It's going away. The scary part, though, 
There are some government agencies and financial institutions that have websites that are only compatible with Internet Explorer, not compatible with Chrome, not compatible with Vivaldi, not compatible with Opera or any of the other ones. Only Internet Explorer. I don't know if I would actually invest my money with a financial institution that was not smart enough to rely on a single web browser. Did I say that sentence right? I would not invest my money with a financial institution that was not smart enough to understand they need to diversify, there's a financial term, to diversify their access points to the internet. So if they're going to stick everything in one barrel with Internet Explorer, how do I know they're not just going to stick all my money in one barrel that's going to burn up in two years just like Internet Explorer has just now? Uh, Government agencies actually does not surprise me. Government is always slow to change. and They have to be forced into change. Shutting down Internet Explorer is one way to do it. Um, I mean, they can't go to Edge, but Edge is actually just Chrome. A lot of people don't know that. It's actually based off a version of Chrome. Or that's something I read. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh... There's a bunch of companies, their stuff isn't going to work for a while and then it's going to cost them a ton of money because they're going to have to fix it super fast and they should have been on this a long time ago. If your financial institution says, oh, we need to shut down our website for two weeks while we update to not just using Internet Explorer, I would consider finding a new financial institution. In Japan, you have your driver's license like in many countries, and you have to take a picture to put on your driver's license. And now in some prefectures, primarily Osaka and Tokyo, you are now allowed to smile. Before, you were not allowed to smile. You had to not smile. And actually, one of the problems is when someone tells you to not smile, you kind of instantly smile a little bit. But that was a rule. Uh, some of the other rules that go along with it, you can't smile too big. It has to be a closed mouth smile. Lips closed, not too big, and eyes open. So if when you smile, it forces your eyes closed, you're not probably allowed to do it. Tokyo is going to allow you to wear colored contacts if the contacts are close to your real color. So if you have brown eyes, if you have brownish contacts, so it's not lying, so you can't wear blue contacts if you have brown eyes, uh, that's going to be okay too. So maybe driver's licenses will uh, look a little nicer from now on. A 20-year-old public employee decided it would be a really good idea to mix human feces into lunches. So these are school lunches. School lunches are distributed via, like, basically big factories. No, it's not factories. But, you know, they have a, a place where they're making, a, like, a, key, a ton of rice, and then they cook all this meat, and then they just mix it together in little bits, package it up, send it off to the schools. That's, that's school lunches. It's like bento boxes. On October 8th, 2021... Uh, a principal was taste testing the meals, which I had never heard of. Apparently, this is a tradition that 30 minutes before lunch, principals or vice principals will eat their lunch to check the quality of the food, which a lot of people said they'd heard of. Uh, there were comments on the internet. They said, like, I've heard of that. I never actually didn't, didn't know if that really happened. So even like in Japan, this is a thing they'd heard about, but didn't know if it was true. In this case, it was true. The principal was taste testing a lunch and he said this has a strange smell and color and so he canceled the order completely he said we are not using these lunches uh he sent the the meal he had to the health center to get checked and it came back positive for e coli no one else ate the food ate the poop covered food 
which is actually pretty cool. It means him doing this thing that people didn't know if it was true or had never heard of. It was kind of like an urban myth. Actually saved a bunch of kids from eating poop-covered food. Now, you would see, like, was it back at the facility? No, because only lunches at this one school is where it happened. So they know some person in that school did it. So that's how they ended up tracking down the public employee who somehow was mixing feces into the lunches. So because it was only at one school, they know it was directed. So they're trying to figure out now, was it directed at the principal? Was it directed at the students? Was it directed at this school for some reason? The person being arrested uh, did not make a, a comment, did not make any sort of statement. Uh, but I'm sure they're going to break them because, and then hopefully we get a follow-up to this story because why would you spread feces in someone's lunch? And then we get to the practical question that no one wants the answer to except me is the how. And the how in this case is did you uh, bring poop from home in a package like was this pre-planned? Was this was did you did you come up with this scheme and have a whiteboard and put a chart up and like here's the lunch, here's my poop, I'm going to put it in that way? Or did you in the in the spur of the moment? So this is like the difference between premeditated murder and 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 murder just like as an act of passion. Did you be like I have to poop and I hate everyone in this school, I'm going to poop in their food. Did you put the food down on the ground and poop directly onto it did you get a bowl did you mix it in did you like make it even over all the lunches like there's so many questions i have about the practical application of poop to lunches in this case that that's unfortunate i'm never going to the answers to because that is the crazy stuff and it's the crazy stuff that of course we all really want to know it's those gross details that actually make life worth living a government survey was done. One in four singles do not want to get married. Uh, the primary reasons was they don't want to lose their freedom. They don't want to do housework. So maybe having more people around means you have to... Uh, it, that was primarily for women. The women don't want to start... Don't want to marry a guy and then have him... Have to take care of him as well as themselves. Uh, and money. So if I make money, I don't want to give up my money for someone else. 2021 had the lowest number of marriages since World War II. And as we have mentioned many, 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 many times on Ninja News Japan, the birth rate in Japan is dropping every single year. They're going to run out of Japanese people if they don't sort of figure this out. 40% of men in their 20s have zero dating experience. So not only do they not want to get married, they're not even starting to date, which means you don't open that possibility. Because maybe if you date a woman, you might change your mind. Like, oh, she's so wonderful. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. I want to marry her. Whereas if you don't even date, that's never going to happen. Uh, 70% of men in their 20s have no spouse or lover. So they have basically, yeah, 70% of men don't have a girlfriend and 40% of the men has never even dated in the first place. 50% of women have no spouse or women. 50% of women have no spouse or lover. And they're calling this a crisis. And again, they're going around talking about how they have to fix this, how they have to fix this. We have to, we have to make sure that people start dating so that people get married, so that people have babies. And yet there is no facility put into place to actually study the cause. So why do young people not want to date? 
Why do young people have a bad impression of marriage? Why do young people have this? A lot of it has to do with maybe their parents and stuff, but society in general. But again, I think it comes down to the burden of work-life balance culture in Japan. Uh, But of course, no one's asking me. This was the biggest story. It was the most Ninja News Japan story of the week. It showed up in my feed about seven or eight times, and then about five different people sent me this story, knowing that this is the one I would be doing uh, for the end of the episode this week. Four people were arrested. Two of them for organizing an orgy. Now, organizing an orgy isn't actually illegal. Organizing an orgy and charging people for it, it suddenly becomes illegal. Now, there's a lot of different reasons you could get in trouble for an orgy. So uh, basically, let's say this is my house, and I had 20 people come in, and we didn't make much noise. I don't know how you control that stuff. We put sound dampening on, so you you can make all the noise you want, but there's not going to be a lot of noise. That, probably no one would ever find out. But they advertised online 10,000 yen per person. And this was from June 11th to 12th. Uh, They rented a villa. So the money was supposed to go to renting the villa. And then they had 120 people in the villa. So a villa, already you know, just implies that it's smaller than a house. 120 people, like in my house, 120 people, every room would be full. And I suppose this would be full with a lot of uh, fluids and gyration. So the owner of the villa is getting screwed over. They have to clean up after that. That is a bit I, that no one mentioned in any of the articles. The cleanup process afterwards would have been pretty shocking, I'm sure. I just thought, okay, you might want to not listen to the next two words that come out of my mouth. I'll give you a, a countdown of three, two, one. The smell. That's my first thought. If there was 120 people in my house uh, doing it in a variety of positions and, and, and combinations, the smell would be... I would move. I think that's a bit. I would just move. You could Because even if you couldn't smell it, after you'd smelled it the first time in your head, it would just smell like that all the time. When the police showed up, there was an anonymous report. So either like a neighbor or something or someone who lived around the villa was like, there's a lot of people in that house. That's something fishy going on. Or one of the people attending the orgy was dissatisfied with the services rendered or was maybe rejected because that's, I'm sure, very possible and happens all the time. You get your feelings hurt. Anonymous report to the police. When the police arrived there, there were 70 people still going at it. Uh, They said they were sleeping or eating. But I think sleeping in this case might be a euphemism and eating maybe isn't food. I'm trying to make dirty jokes without making dirty jokes. That's actually what I'm trying to do right now. Uh, then the shocker. So that wasn't shocking enough for you. The big shocker for me, same time as last year. This is not the first time they've done this. It's not the first time it's happened. It is the first time they got caught. Apparently this is an s- annual event. But last year, mid-pandemic. They decided it was a good idea to hold an orgy mid-pandemic. Now, I am not particularly judgmental of sexual practices. You want to do it, everyone consents. As far as I'm concerned, none of my business. During a pandemic, though, you're being immoral. 
So there's the bit that actually sticks out to me more than anything else. I do not consider you and a group of your friends all slapping dirty bits uh, a problem. That, to me, is not immoral as long as everyone's on board and understands what's going on. You facilitating a virus that can kill people, that's immoral, and you deserve to be punished, and I hope they get in trouble. I'm now really what I want to know more than anything else. What do they get charged with? And what kind of punishment gets meted out? 